0: it's Tony Bruski When you're not listening to this podcast, be sure to check out one of our others, like this one, The Grave Talks. Every week, I talk with individuals who've been affected quite intimately and personally by the supernatural. We hear their stories one-on-one in our conversations. In fact, here's a 15-minute preview of one of this week's two new episodes of The Grave Talks. And if you like it, just search The Grave Talks wherever you download podcasts and press subscribe. Today on The Grave Talks, related to evil, conversation with Sam Beltrussis. We all come from somewhere. We have no choice about who or what kind of people came before us, yet we share their DNA and traits. What would one do if they discovered that several of their ancestors were directly responsible for such horrific acts as the Lizzie Borden murder or the Salem Witch Trials? Today's guest has had that exact experience. Sam Beltrusis, he joins us to share his story and about his new book covering his journey of learning these connections related to evil. The Grave Talks. So related
1: to evil was something that started in April of 2019. Uh, I just finished uh, publishing my book called Wicked Salem, and I was at a book uh, my book launch party, which was in uh, the Hawthorne Hotel in Salem. And I got a call from my mother, and my mother was like, "Sam, and my mother's southern. And she's like, I think we may have burned witches, and I'm like, Mom, you know, <laughs> uh, they were hanged, not burned. But give me some names." and so she, she actually gave a, a list of names that turns out that we are related. My family on my mom's side is related to the Putnam family who were the bad guys during the Salem Witch Trials. So that kind of became, began my journey of self-discovery and finding out more about the lineage. And and so it it started from there. And I will say that a lot of things in my life made sense because I had multiple encounters in Salem, Massachusetts while giving tours and while, while being in Salem for, for several years as a tour guide that was now explainable. I, there was something, something there, and I had to explore it more. So Related to Evil is basically a, a, uh, looking into my family lineage and sort of the this, this discovery of not only being related to the Putnam family, but also being related to Lizzie Borden.
0: How interesting. Uh, th- this obviously is, is kind of a, a random phone call you get from your mom saying, hey, uh, Sam, I-, I think we might be related to the people that burned witches. Uh, uh, is is your mom someone who does a lot of research on this sort of stuff? Did it take you by surprise uh, when she, uh, I, she uncovered this? Yeah,
1: I, I thought it was very random too. So it was actually the day of my book launch, and yeah. my mother, uh, out of the blue, calls me, and I felt like looking back at it, it did feel kind of serendipitous. And yes, my mother, who uh, is very much into genealogy, mm-hmm. she she was really looking into the her her father's. Uh, lineage sure. and uh, it's something that she started I would say about 10 years ago uh, and she would kind of uncover things and I'm like oh mom this is, this is awesome. Not re- she didn't really know my, you know, she has read some of my books but it really wasn't, she wasn't trying to find a link to us in, uh, in uh, Massachusetts or in New England so it was something that I was uh, not expecting at all and the fact that she called the day of the book launch at Wicked Salem and I was in Salem and had an experience while giving a lecture at the Hawthorne Hotel, it just felt like it was meant to be. And it felt like I had to, something was there and I had to dig deeper.
0: Yeah, I mean, it just sometimes those things come when you least expect them and you know it, you know it on the inside that there's something that you want to dig deeper into. Uh, When you were living there prior to knowing about this connection, uh, you said a lot of things kind of started to make more sense to you, did did you suspect that there was something else going on with you, uh, you know, internally, spiritually, uh, that there was a connection there that you weren't aware of? Like, what, was there anything like that going on prior to the knowledge?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was a tour guide in Salem for about about ten years, and my first book, Ghosts of Salem, was my bestseller. And I, when I, when I write my books, I, I'm really big about immersion journalism. So I literally spend time. I, you know, I sometimes moved to the location or in the case of Salem I actually started working in Salem. And I, uh, I did, I felt strongly connected and other things that were happening while I was giving tours is I was attracting descendants of the victims of the Salem witch trials. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I have other tour guide friends who are who I'm like you know do you guys have uh, descendants on your tours a lot and they're like yeah you know once in a while I would have it every day wow. like it would I would have three to four descendants of Rebecca Nurse who was a sweet grandmother who was executed in in 1692 and you know descendants of Giles Corey and all, you know it was just it kept going and going so I I remember thinking while I was giving tours that it, it felt weird and you know as as I was moving forward, giving tours in Salem, other things would happen, like having experiences. Uh, you know, I had, I had a situation where. I was uh, t- giving a, a lecture, a, sort of like a mock séance, on the eve of uh, Halloween, and uh, a few years before 2019, and I ended up getting an attachment that nearly killed me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had that situation, and looking back at it, I do feel like all the, especially the paranormal activity, was tied to the fact that I was related to the Putnams.
0: How interesting. Why? Why do you? I mean, it's such a weird thing that that people would be on your tour at such a frequent rate that have that connection uh, to the the people who were killed as being called witches why do you think that is that you I mean obviously you know full circle we see what happened here but how does that happen how does how are those people driven to you what's the logistics on something like that
1: I, you know, I, I don't know. And it's something that, that's still kind of, I'm dumbfounded. I, I, I'm like, why did this happen? And looking back at the, everything in hindsight, it all kind of makes sense now, but (laughs) there were things like, uh, you know, people telling me their stories and that they, and also they were just finding out that they were related to, uh, like the Corwin family, like the bad guys, or generally it was it was uh, victims of the Salem witch trials. And I became friends with several of these people on my tours. Like my good friend Dana Mason, who uh, is she is a high priestess witch, and when I went on one of my tours in Salem. And turns out, while I was giving the tour, she also uh, started digging into her ancestry, and she was related to Elizabeth Howe. So not only did I. Pulled them in. I pulled people in who didn't know that they were related, and and after my tour, it kind of uh, it, it emerged. So I felt it, looking back, it looks like it feels like it was meant to be, and I was kind of being called there, uh, whether I liked it or not. You know, it was. It was yeah. And I re- I remember finding out at the day of and being so emotionally drained and uh, in tears because imagine imagine something that you uh, you know but you talked about and you studied and you were passionate about and my passion was always to give a voice to the victims of the salem witch trials and uh, you know my tours were special because I, i i think that's maybe why i got i pulled in so many descendants of victims is because people i would cry on my tour and people would cry with me And we would get into the, uh, who they were as people as opposed to just like caricatures and really talk about who, you know, what, what. This men how history repeats itself over and over again mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to the Salem witch trials of 1692. So, I think that it was, it was looking back. I I feel like it was meant to be, and it was serendipitous, and it was weird, and it was uh, uh, an amazing journey that I uh, I had to chronicle. I had to put into my book related to evil.
0: Sure, I mean it's such an interesting concept. I mean, obviously you had nothing to do with burning witches. You know, you, you were not right, around right. at that time. And, and neither did any of these people, did they know much about the ancestors that they had, other than, you know, what we have that's documented. There wasn't that, oh yeah, I remember going over there for Sunday dinner with uh, my great, 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 great grandma. So we're all from a completely different place in time, but we're looking back in history. Do you think that's something where it's it's the universe, It's it's... Something that that is doing something to correct itself, where it's this you know full you know one eighty or three sixty, where you learn about you know the the sins of the past, if you will, Um, and it's kind of a coming around to in in today's time, saying yeah, this was wrong, we understand it, and, and we're recognizing the errors of the past.
1: Absolutely, I I feel like I was put into the situation to. Give postmortem peace to the wrongs that happened 300 years ago. I, I think that uh, you know now that I put things into perspective and and almost finished with writing the book related to evil and looking at not only am I related to the Putnams but also the Borden family and that's another situation where I was I've written several books that mm-hmm. had the Borden murders featured in it and I I just feel like that it's my job as someone who not only is a historian, author, but also I identify as a clairvoyant now uh, and y- using that of those abilities to connect with my ancestors and to give them somehow postmortem peace.
0: Sure. And, and to, to always, you know, to have that connection for so many years, have that interest, have the passion in these specific topics, in these specific people, in these specific places, Um, how far back does that, that go for you as far as being drawn to those topics? Obviously here in life over the last 10, 20 years, you've written about these sort of things. Does it go back even further? Does the interest go into childhood?
1: It does. I mean, I I I grew up in Florida, mm-hmm. so the idea that I'm related to all these all these major players in New England yeah. uh, is shocking in, in in itself. And so I my dad was a you know in the Navy. My mother was in Florida. We I moved here in the 1990s, and I, I went to I was a communications major in college. But I also was very, very fascinated with the Salem witch trials. But and also too, like I kind of focused on on the Holocaust first, which was another weird. Like, why am I so drawn to the Holocaust? Mm-hmm. Like, like studying the Holocaust and uh, look into like why the aggressive male psyche would do what it what it did, and it had to do with the fact that the the what happened in, uh, during the Holocaust repeats itself, and and. My professor was like, "Look into the Salem witch trials," and I'm like, "Okay," and, I, and that that opened up a, a can of worms for me that became a lifelong passion in learning more about the Salem witch trials and the fact that you know we did we have the Crucible and I've I've always kind of been drawn to the Crucible, but realizing the Crucible was uh, an allegory and and it 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 and the the witch trials is an allegory to other things. And it it does. uh, So the Crucible for me was probably the first time I got really into the the Salem Witch Trials, but also realizing that a lot of the the characters that were featured in the Crucible were based on real people, but that that wasn't their true story. So. Uh, untangling the myths and misconceptions associated with the Salem witch trials is, has become a passion since, uh, falling in love with the crucible and, and realizing that, uh, these people were people and they had stories to tell and they want their stories to be told correctly.
0: Sure. So as you dug into this and, and you make this kind of amazing connection that, oh my God, I'm related to these people. Uh, I mean, how does that journey, you know, begin and continue for you after you get that call from your mom?
1: So I get the call from my mother in April of 2019, and uh, my, just tears, emotion, uh, and she's my mother. Didn't of course spill the other connections at that time because she felt like I couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. So a few months later, uh, I talked to my mother. I'm like, okay, mom, I'm ready. Uh, what you know? Who else are we related to? And she's like, well, we're related to the Borden family. And, uh, and that, that was to me a little, a little less uh, emotional and a little bit more terrifying because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, the, it's, it's the Borden, it's the Borden case. Lizzie Borden, uh, was something that I have demonized as an author in a sense that I kind of presented her in a caricature and not as a full person. And, uh, that began my journey of getting to know my cousin, Lizzie Borden and, and really spending time at not only the, the location where the murders took place in 1892. Uh, and th- something to point out the date, it's exactly 200 years after the Salem witch trials. So we have 1692, where 20 innocent men and women were executed for witchcraft. And my cousin, Ann Putnam Jr., was the major, in my opinion, afflicted girl, an instigator accusing 62 people. And then in 1692, there was a heinous double homicide in Fall River. Uh, And my cousin was accused and acquitted of murdering her father, Andrew Borden, and her stepmother, Abby Borden. So that's also serendipitous, even the history is serendipitous.
0: Hope you enjoyed this 15-minute preview of one of this week's two brand new episodes of The Grave Talks. To hear the rest and get new episodes every Monday and Tuesday right in your podcast feed, search The Grave Talks wherever you download podcasts and press subscribe or visit the